Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. Today's message is titled, Known by Their Fruit. Let us take a moment to surrender our preconceived thoughts of what we think the text means. Heavenly Father, we surrender to you. By your Spirit, may we receive a greater revelation of your love, truth, and power. In Jesus' name, Amen. Today we are going to look at who are the false prophets. Our text for today is Matthew 7, verses 15 to 20. And we will go through a verse or two at a time. And this is Jesus speaking to his disciples. Verse 15. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. This is a very vivid picture of the forces of evil. Jesus describes the false prophets as those who disguise themselves as his sheep. Yet the reality is they are ravenous wolves. Ravenous wolves stalking the sheep with the sole purpose to steal them away from the good shepherd that is to devour and destroy them, just as ravenous wolves in the wild. The sheep are those who have given their allegiance to the Good Shepherd. Jesus is the Good Shepherd, and every disciple is his sheep. No one can steal us away from him, as he will never leave us nor forsake us. He is our Good Shepherd, who leads us to safe pastures. He loves and cares for his sheep with a selfless and pure heart. As he so loves, he warns us of the existence of false prophets. The false prophets deceptively claim to be his sheep and speak for God, having knowingly given their allegiance to everything that opposes him. Inwardly they have given their allegiance to evil, and outwardly they claim to be a disciple of Jesus, with the sole purpose of luring the sheep away from him. It is important we understand what Jesus is saying. False prophets are not disciples of Jesus, who in ignorance get it wrong. By getting it wrong I mean to have misheard or misrepresented or even misunderstood what God has said or simply yet haven't come into the fullness of his truth. It is important to remember we are all on a journey. Each day as we surrender to him, receive from him, we will grow in him, growing in his love, truth and power, coming into the fullness of who he is and what he has done and given to us. This passage of Scripture according to the Gospel of Matthew is about identity. 
identity in who we choose to give our allegiance to and ultimately worship. The choice is clear. To choose God and his good shepherd, or the evil one and the agents of evil. How will the false prophets be known? Jesus tells us in verses 16 to 18. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Jesus reveals that we shall know the false prophets by their fruits. In this context, the fruit is not an outward appearance of someone, nor is it what they say or do. The fruit is the condition of their heart or the motive within. The type of fruit depends upon the root or the seed. Bad seed produces a bad root, and a bad root produces bad fruit. Good seed produces a good root, and a good root produces good fruit. The false prophet's deception is to devour and destroy. It is the evil one that comes to devour and destroy. Jesus reiterates that a good tree carries good fruit, but a bad tree carries bad fruit. The fruit of a tree depends upon the seed or the root. If the root or seed of a tree is bad, so too will be the fruit. What is the destiny of false prophets? Verses 19 to 20 Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits you will know them. The destiny of a rotten tree is to be cut down and thrown into the fire. Interestingly, Jesus does not outline what the tree does, but what it doesn't do. The purpose of the tree is to bear good fruit. Therefore it is not good works that gain entry into God's kingdom, nor is it possible for a false prophet to enter into God's kingdom as entry into God's kingdom is through the door. The door is the good shepherd. He is the one who looks after his sheep. When we receive him, we are his sheep. We will bear good fruit as we are of the good seed, his seed of holy fruit. God promises we will bear much fruit, and his fruit is the fruit of the Spirit, and the Jesus tree, and the Jesus seed, and the Jesus root, is his love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control.
These are the pure characteristics of God. To be like Jesus is his fruit in us flowing out of a surrendered heart and renewed mind. This is the daily transforming work of God. To go deeper in how God produces the fruit in us from the root of Jesus, please listen to our podcast, The Secret of Success. Back to the false prophets. Jesus continues to expand on the premise of what it is to be a false prophet. As we go through these verses, remember Jesus is talking about false prophets, contrasting them to his disciples. Verse 21 Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Jesus said, Those who do the will of my Father in heaven enter into the kingdom of heaven. In this context, the will of the Father in heaven is to receive his Son, receive him and enter into his kingdom. It's all about identity. The sheep, Jesus' disciples, have received him as their shepherd. We are branded with his identity and sealed with his Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God. Yet the wolves in sheep's clothing are those who have chosen their identity in the evil one by rejecting Jesus. They are branded with the identity of the evil one, masquerading as sheep to deceive and devour them. Oh, the deception and arrogance of pride. The false prophets, like the evil one, think they can deceive and manipulate God. This is evidenced in the words that Jesus says that they will say to him on that day, that day of judgment. Verse 22. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, Have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? Jesus said that many will say to Jesus on that day, Lord, Lord, have we not done all these things in your name? They are preempting and challenging what they perceive his judgment will be. They even call him Lord. Yet in calling him Lord is not giving their allegiance to him, as even the demons know who he is, and at his name they too must bow. There will come a day that every knee will bow, and every tongue will confess that he is Lord. But not everyone will choose him as their Lord. Not everyone who calls Jesus Lord is his disciple. The deceptions of the false prophets' hearts are so great that they will try to convince Jesus that they are his sheep. Jesus has made it very clear and exposed their lie right from the beginning. He said they are ravenous wolves in sheep's clothing. 
For us, however, their true identity shall be exposed by their fruit. Jesus explains that their fruit is not prophesying, casting out demons, or being associated with many wonders in his name. Whether they are real or not is not the issue, as God can use evil and turn it into good. The works themselves are not evil, as God's desire is to communicate, set people free, and reveal his glory. That's if they're real. Yet all are meaningless when done without love, without his love, without allegiance to him, in his name. His love of wanting to set the captives free. The importance of what Jesus is saying is that we are not to look for the evidence of someone's identity or allegiance by the gifts they do or don't possess, or by their good works, or words that they speak, as they can all be false. So what do false prophets do? Verse 23 And then I declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Now we need to remember, false prophets desire to deceive and devour the sheep. In doing so in their heart, they declared war on God and given their allegiance to the evil one. That is the ultimate lawlessness. In choosing to give their allegiance to the evil one, they have chosen their destiny. A destiny of judgment, condemnation, and evil. An eternal darkness in separation from God. The evil one's sole purpose is to deceive in order to seize power and exalt himself above all. Having set himself in opposition to God, he will even claim to be God. There are many false prophets, yet they all have the same root. They have given their allegiance to the evil one. The book of Revelation of Jesus tells us there will be one ultimate false prophet who will come in lying wonders. In accordance with the world of the evil one, there will be counterfeit miracles, signs and wonders. Revelation chapter 13 verses 11 to 14 then I saw another beast coming out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon. And he exercises all the authority of the first beast in his presence, and causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed. He performs great signs, so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men and he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast, 
telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast, who was wounded by the sword and lived. Yet we need not fear, as only those who have rejected Jesus will be deceived and worship the beast and the evil one. Out of God's great love, he warns us against the false prophets, ensuring that we will not be deceived. Jesus says, Know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. And he is the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus again warns in Mark chapter 13, Verses 21 to 23. Then if anyone says to you, Look, here is the Christ, or look, he is there, do not believe it. For false Christs and false prophets will rise and show signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. But take heed. See, I have told you all things beforehand. Jesus, in the brightness of his coming, will expose the ultimate deception of the evil one, the beast and the false prophet. They are condemned to eternal damnation and fire, just as all those who gave their allegiance to them. In choosing who or what we worship, we are effectively giving our allegiance to it. We become joined together with their identity and interwoven in them and their destiny. Jesus' eternal destiny, and therefore our eternal destiny, is one with our Father in heaven, his dwelling place. To go deeper, please listen to our podcast, The Dwelling Place of Peace. Our eternal destiny is determined by our acceptance or rejection of the truth, the absolute truth, the gospel or good news of Jesus Christ himself. And the ultimate consequence of rejecting Jesus is to be enjoined with the lies and deceptions of the evil one. In giving total allegiance to them, become bound in their eternal destiny. Having received Jesus, we are enjoined with him and his truth, love and power. We have been made aware of false prophets and as a result have nothing to fear. Having given our total allegiance to Jesus, we are bound forever in him. We will hear those words. Well done, good and faithful servant. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.